YouTube has uh, their restricted mode, have recently uh, implemented, has been um, filtering out LGBTQ and anything else that falls into that uh, content. Now, not just like offensive material and things that go in uh, in too deep on uh, details of uh, things that might be inappropriate for younger audiences or families, but anything, uh, as long as it made a reference to uh, that particular lifestyle. And this restricted mode was put in place to filter uh, things with violence, uh, things with excessive profanity, uh, things that might be uh, offensive to children. You know, um, on YouTube, you think, what could possibly get through besides, like, World Star videos? Well, um, if you, I'm, I'm saying, you know, to be real. But, uh, no, if you if you Google, like, certain medical conditions or uh, you know, surgeries and things, you can actually see nudity, you can see graphic uh, content, uh, news, you see all types of violence. And, I mean, it comes with warnings and disclaimers, but it's available to everybody, and the restricted mode was meant to protect audiences from that. You know, if parents don't want their kids seeing so-and-so, you know, more sensitive people. But also, I mean, what's offensive about someone uh, who's gay having a video about, well, you know, this is how my day went. This is how, you know, uh, you make a pie. This is how, you know, uh, I, uh, this is how, you know, I particularly uh, increase my bank loan percentage or some such, you know, any of it. Uh, was all like filtered out, and they've recently apologized, and they're saying they're, act- they're actively fixing it now. But like, what does this actually mean? Like, how do these things come across? And I mean, first of all, the system's automated, so someone had to put that in the first place. Why are we so afraid of uh, LGBT culture? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest black eye they're going to get from this is like this this anecdote that I was just reading about about uh, a lesbian couple exchanging wedding vows. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's. If, if that's what's getting cut out by the filter, you know, that's when you're going to have you know, run to trouble. You know, people are going to see that and say, well, what are you really trying to filter out? What's the hidden agenda here? Well, in that case, I can see it. If you ever heard anyone who wrote their own vows, you're just like, God, make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see that's a perfect yeah. example. That's perfectly harmless um, for the most part from what I can see. Yet it would be filtered out. Why? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't think of a logical reason. Mm-hmm. Does this uh, uh, have that kind of negative effect on society where people go to YouTube to uh, basically, YouTube is one of the primary outlets for uh, young people who are uh, dealing with their sexuality, or young folks who have come out and uh, live a, homo- a uh, homosexual lifestyle, and maybe they're trans, maybe they're asexual. You know, this is a safe space, or at least a place where they should feel safe to uh, you know create content, you know, release to the world. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of blurs the lines too. I mean, like there's a there's a one of the things that they brought up in the in the. Um I know, just reading this article right here is just that specific sex content. Whereas, like, how do you make the divide between educational and lewd? And, like, that's one of the big things that they, they reference. It's hard to filter that out because context is everything, you know. And especially in a world where you know LGBTQ has more visibility than ever before, it's like, you know, how do you you know how do you automate something like that to be able to you know filter out the stuff that you don't want there, like somebody's graphic you know description of their frat boy Friday night, and like you know, <laughs> you know how do you do that? Well, that's one of the points I wanted to touch on because I myself, uh, I mean, I come from a culture where uh, you're pretty much it's par for the course growing up with homophobia. You know, you're black in America. It's like, well, you know, everyone's cool. You know, you got to be a good man. You got to respect everybody. Okay, cool. Uh, your cousin came out as gay. You shun them. You don't talk to them. You don't call them. You don't. It's like, wow, yeah. hypocrisy is just rampant. But uh, as we grow and we progress, you know, these kind of issues are the things we open our eyes to, and we're aware of where that comes from. You know, we actually try to change things. We try to be more accepting of people. But that comes from someone actually putting it in the system. Mm-hmm. You know, someone actually had to program that. This is offensive material. It needs to be cut out. It needs to be, you know, uh, cold and you know, compartmentalized. Yeah, and then YouTube is where we get our information. This is where our generation learns stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I started learning how to play the piano two years ago. Like, I didn't ask for a teacher. I just went on YouTube and tried to look up Billy Joel riffs. You know, like that's <laughs> that's what you do. Like, and 
if that's where we're getting all of our information, then, like, you know. Well, see, that's the kind of content that should be filtered out. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. Because, I mean, Eric Clapton all the way. Billy Joel was too sad. For, well, for piano, right, though? I think, I think uh, Eric Clapton's the oh, wrong I, direction. I play some guitar. Hey, you know what? what? I play guitar. <laughs> no, it's like it's a different kind of guitar. It's oh, like piano. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, an 88 string guitar. Guitar? There you go. Okay. Guitar? Right. Yeah, now we're talking. Where's the video for that? Yeah, right? That's, that's mature content. It's got to be out there. Guitar bear all the way. Guitar bear. Guitar video, bear. You won't find it on YouTube. No way. Yeah, yeah guitar bear. Something, something Dale touched on there kind of like resonated with me though like and it has the, the idea like kind of what we're talking about who makes the decision what content is going to be restricted mm-hmm. shouldn't it be in the hands of the person who is the viewer or the watcher mm-hmm. who's on YouTube to make the decisions okay this is the stuff I do want to see this is the stuff I don't there should be more filters not just an on and off switch for what somebody oh, high up in the government or in the or in this oh, yeah. company deems to be offensive to somebody. Yeah. Yes, you know? but at the same time, someone has to decide what goes under each of those filters. That's true, Which too. is the issue. Right. Yeah. Um, the issue, whether or not you have 20 different filters for the parent, because it's for, like, parents or whatever yeah. to choose from, is if you have 20 filters, or if you have one filter, mm-hmm. it's who decides what is behind those 20 filters. True. Yeah. Or, like, someone's pearl-clutching grandma who, like, doesn't want you to see. <laughs> 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 like, I don't want to see that wedding video. That's you know, Bible this and that. And, yeah. you know, and God you know. forbid you get, the, oh, my God, they're dancing with the blacks. <laughs> you know, um, one, okay, no, you actually, that's a great point because one of the, um, one of the biggest... Uh, one of the biggest YouTubers' videos that was uh, that was um, called out and was uh, brought to the forefront of the complaints here was uh, I forget uh, I actually I had it written down I forget the uh, name of the YouTuber but she talked about her relationship she's uh, she came out as gay recently but in the videos where she talks about her hetero relationships um, before coming out mm. those were all left in those were fine and intact but the ones where she talked about her relationships with other women those were um, filtered out so. Like, where are they drawing the line is one thing I'd like to know. And I wish they were a little more public about because it seems like uh, some of the information is coming through, so they're not particularly eliminating people, like individuals. They're targeting subject matter, but the wrong subject matter. Mm. Yeah, and that's the issue. It's If they should tell you, mm. well, we made a mistake, and this is what the line was, but they don't want... Yeah, you can clearly see what the line is, because mm-hmm. the line is, oh, you were talking about your homosexual versus heterosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. That is the line. And someone decided, oh, yeah, that's the line we're going to make. And somewhat, either they overlooked it, or they were like, okay, that's reasonable. And either way, they're going to catch flack. Well, I don't think it's overlooking per se. I think it's people injecting their personal views where they really shouldn't. No, I, I can agree. watch videos of R. Kelly justifying him peeing on underrated <laughs> women all day. But they could argue they overlooked it. They can argue they overlooked it. And you know what? I'm I'm more than willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't want, automatically want to be pessimistic and angry. That's why Adam's usually here. But <laughs> it's hard not to in this case, though. It really, it really looks bad. It, re- it does really look bad because even if you overlooked it, how did you... O- Who's who is overseeing everything that you overlooked something which is really this obvious? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think what it was is probably just like a mass automation thing, and then mm. they're just sort of looking at the aftermath. Anytime you automate something that has 1.3 million subscribed <laughs> viewers or whatever, like it's probably going to be some stuff that gets steamrolled. You're going to have to pick through the rubble after. Right. Sky, yeah. Skynet is taking over as we speak. Yeah, so oh my God, it doesn't like the gaze. <laughs> so I, I just want to give emphasis on the difficulty of having these automated systems 
Uh, essentially, and I'm not saying that this is exactly how uh, YouTube's uh, system works and operates. Don't but be it he's looking at the exact. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it has to be automated, as you said. So this isn't someone making a decision. This is someone writing code, mm -hmm. writing essentially an AI that's going to make the decision. And it's really uh, one method would be sort of profiling uh, the content of videos. And part of that profiling can be actually reading sort of the visual the video itself, reading data from that. That's the more complex one, but realistically, it is going to be based on the tags that get associated with things. And what a lot of these things do is they'll take these tags, add certain weights and values and other data to it, and that data will then have other data sort of correlated to it. And it, it all gets sort of associated with, like, these points or these, these sort of currency, this this weighted system to it, and it just so happens that one thing got linked to another, and this is me just speculating. I'm not saying that this is what happened, and I'm not saying that, they, that someone didn't sort of directly target, or that they did directly target. I'm just saying that it is really complicated software development, mm -hmm. and that certain tags could have gotten linked together in a way that ended up uh, focusing on, you know, on particular communities like the LGBT. BTQ. Yeah, so, and, I, and I sort of wonder about that too, because like what you're describing, how do you write software that distinguishes between somebody saying, like using an epithet mm -hmm. that they would embrace and say, like this is me, this is who I am, versus someone else using it in a derogatory context? So uh, one of the ways that you can do something like that is you can have, and a lot of people have been doing this behind the scenes, and this is all big data, and big data is really difficult to get right, mm -hmm. uh, is they will have uh, the, they'll essentially crowdsource the AI so what they'll do is they'll take sort of the reactions and the decisions that people make as they are um, browsing through YouTube and making their own things and doing their own likes and dislikes of certain videos and maybe even leaving comments. And it might even sort of web crawl and sort of look at the comments and take sort of uh, certain keywords from that as well and determine whether or not the video content itself is overall positive or negative or offending or not offending. Mm. And each, it's extremely difficult because this is AI making a decision. There's no way that you're going to have uh, enough people that are going to look through the content of videos. This is a, That's an impossible job, no matter how many people you throw at it. Well, and here's the, not, 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 to, not to cut you off, but it's it comes down to, it was approximately 12 million videos that have been, excuse me, that have been um, uh, uh, filtered out by this software since it was, uh, by this, um, uh, this mode, this feature, since it was introduced. And several hundreds of thousands of those have been reported as not offensive content, just specifically uh, LGBTQ-oriented in some way. Even um, videos by regular YouTubers who didn't necessarily uh, have uh, have that in their uh, in their bios, but they were covering some form of content. They were talking about a protest. They were talking about a march. Even that type of information right. was called out. And um, basically, what it comes down to is, even if we can excuse the technical error, a company as big as YouTube. I mean, this is. They're under, I think it's Google's umbrella? They are under Google's umbrella. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so they should know better. They should be more aware because they're that visible. They could be, but like, like Johnny was saying, it, it's all based on code. And in this case, it sounds like if people are reporting things as not offensive, maybe they're relying really heavily on machine learning for them. You know, someone reports something as not offensive. Okay, we'll put this in the database. is not an offensive thing. And then gradually the filters will lessen over time but as more people report as things. But big as LGBTQ? I mean, I can understand that if... You start I, big um, and you get small. Wait, wait, wait. Well, didn't, didn't, <laughs> they, 
So, sorry, didn't I was gonna say? Didn't they come up with that like Twitter bot that like was taught to be racist and hateful in like five minutes? <laughs> yeah. Like it, 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 it wasn't. Way. They didn't well, teach it. It was the say. internet. The internet rolled it into doing that. Yeah, 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 they uh, opened it up Josh to the entirety saying. of the internet, and yep. because the internet <laughs> is a horrible place. Yes, everyone on the internet who's a horrible person decided, <laughs> or who just has a interesting sense of humor, yep. decided we're just gonna swear. At Twitter bot. It's basically <laughs> racist cats yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You gotta, do, AI, you gotta yeah. teach these new Twitter bots to avoid the blacks and the Jews and the gays. Well, and the Mexicans and the Muslims Depending really appreciate on... how my kid looks in this ball cat. But that, that, that's been going on for decades. And I don't know if anybody else is old enough to remember the, the aim bot from like. 15 years ago yeah. uh, so oh, for, for people like me who had no friends and like to talk to computers mm-hmm. I, I, on their at their aim like chat get bored with aim oh yeah oh yeah but, <laughs> but those, to, those those 20, 20 minutes, minutes were great were amazing <laughs> <laughs> all I remember is doing is trying to enlarge my penis yeah. and something so maybe I was having the wrong kind of conversation I, I think the right way to look at this issue is that um you can't, as, as a company, no matter how big you are, you can't cover all the corner cases, all of the issues. Uh, this is definitely an, an oversight, right? Mm-hmm. They, they should be slapped on the wrist for that, but you don't hold it against them after they say they're going to fix it, and then they fix it, which they did. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you say, okay, it is what it is. They made a mistake, but it wasn't, it, seemingly, it mm-hmm. wasn't intentional. We don't mm-hmm. know we won't know any more or less than that because someone has to investigate well, if there is someone that's going to investigate. Right. The, in terms of it being intentional or not, the company could be like, no, we would never want to do this. And they have one malicious programmer who's like, oh, I could just add this tiny bit of code here, yeah. which will filter for these things because I'm an asshole. <laughs> or on the other hand, it could just be some sort of code that goes through comments and there are a lot of assholes in the internet, yeah. and there is a lot of transphobia and homophobia, and, and it could have been unfortunately written in a way which finds the the transphobia and hom- homophobia. Yeah, and there's also there's hackers out there. I mean, there, there's so many uh, there's so many scenarios where where it's where you can say it is the fault of YouTube and it isn't the fault of YouTube. At some point, you have to realize well. Whatever actions actually happen that you know that come from this, mm-hmm. like YouTube actually fixing things, then you can say, okay, clearly they didn't have the intention because they did. They fixed. It. They did fix it. Mm-hmm. So you have to err on that instead of going into like extreme hypotheticals and sort of raising the pitchforks and saying, you know, this corporation is racist or this corporation mm-hmm. is. Well, yeah, you no, know, keeping in mind the intention is important, uh, and also I don't think YouTube is evil. Mm-hmm. Or you know, is necessarily um, a racist or sexist or classist or anything. Um, specifically, I just think they need to be more aware in the future. And th- these types of uh, these types of things are eye-opening because it doesn't necessarily it doesn't uh, just uh, show that yeah the company can slip up. It shows that these things still exist and we should pay attention and you know shout them out. Don't let them like slip by the wayside. We're running a little low on time for this. Um, so if you have anything to say on the uh, on the uh, on the subject, you can hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail dot com or go to geek dash uh, geek dash god damn it it's our own site geekdown dot com and hit us up in the content in the comments section ah oh, this is a bad day in the contact <laughs> us section and let us know more. Also, you can hit us up on the Facebook or on Twitter and let us know your opinion. 